Section 12 of Lightfoot the Deer by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section 12. A Startling New Footprint. Lightfoot is Reckless. And Sammy Jay Takes a Hand. Chapter 34. A Startling New Footprint. The game of hide-and-seek between Lightfoot the deer and the beautiful stranger, whose dainty footprints had first started Lightfoot to seeking her, had been going on for several days and nights, when Lightfoot found something which gave him a shock. He had stolen very softly down to the Laughing Brook, hoping to surprise the beautiful stranger drinking there. She wasn't to be seen. Lightfoot wondered if she had been there, so looked in the mud at the edge of the Laughing Brook, to see if there were any fresh prints of those dainty feet. Almost at once he discovered fresh footprints. They were not the prints he was looking for. No, sir, they were not the dainty prints he had learned to know so well. They were prints very near the size of his own big ones, and they had been made only a short time before. The finding of those prints was a dreadful shock to Lightfoot, he understood instantly what they meant. They meant that a second stranger had come into the green forest, one who had antlers like his own. Jealousy took possession of Lightfoot the deer, jealousy that filled his heart with rage. He has come here to seek that beautiful stranger I have been hunting for, thought Lightfoot. He has come here to try to steal her away from me. He has no right here in my green forest. He belongs back up on the great mountain from which he must have come, for there is no other place he could have come from. That is where that beautiful stranger must have come from, too. I want her to stay, but I must drive this fellow out. I'll make him fight. That's what I'll do. I'll make him fight. I'm not afraid of him, but I'll make him fear me. Lightfoot stamped his feet, and with his great antlers thrashed the bushes as if he felt that they were the enemy he sought. Could you have looked into his great eyes then, you would have found nothing soft and beautiful about them. They became almost red with anger. Lightfoot quivered all over with rage. The hair on the back of his neck stood up. Lightfoot the deer looked anything but gentle. After he had vented his spite for a few minutes on the harmless, helpless bushes, he threw his head high in the air and whistled angrily. Then he leapt over the laughing brook and once more began to search through the green forest. But this time it was not for the beautiful stranger with the dainty feet. He had no time to think of her now. He must first find this newcomer, and he meant to waste no time in doing it. Chapter 15. Lightfoot is Reckless In his search for the new stranger who had come to the green forest, Lightfoot the deer was wholly reckless. He no longer stole like a gray shadow from thicket to thicket, as he had done when searching for the beautiful stranger with the dainty feet. He bounded along, careless of how much noise he made. From time to time he would stop to whistle a challenge, and to clash his horns against the trees and stamp the ground with his feet. After such exhibitions of anger, he would pause to listen, hoping to hear some sound which would tell him where the stranger was. Now and then he found the stranger's tracks, 
and from them he knew that this stranger was doing just what he had been doing, seeking to find the beautiful newcomer with the dainty feet. Each time he found these signs, Lightfoot's rage increased. Of course, it didn't take Sammy Jay long to discover what was going on. There is little that escapes those sharp eyes of Sammy Jay. As you know, he had early discovered the game of hide-and-seek Lightfoot had been playing with the beautiful young visitor, who had come down to the green forest from the great mountain. Then, by chance, Sammy had visited the Laughing Brook just as the big stranger had come down there to drink. For once, Sammy had kept his tongue still. "'There is going to be excitement here when Lightfoot discovers this fellow,' thought Sammy. "'If they ever meet, and I have a feeling that they will, there is going to be a fight worth seeing. I must pass the word around.' So Sammy Jay hunted up his cousin, Blacky the Crow, and told him what he had discovered. Then he hunted up Bobby Coon and told him. He saw Uncle Billy Possum sitting in the doorway of his hollow tree and told him. He discovered Jumper the Hare sitting under a little hemlock tree and told him. Then he flew over to the dear old briar patch to tell Peter Rabbit. Of course he told Drummer the Woodpecker, Tommy Tit the Chickadee, and Yank Yank the Nuthatch, who were over in the old orchard. And they at once hurried to the green forest, for they couldn't think of missing anything so exciting as would be the meeting between Lightfoot and the big stranger from the Great Mountain. Sammy didn't forget to tell Paddy the Beaver, but it was no news to Paddy. Paddy had seen the big stranger on the edge of his pond early the night before. Of course, Lightfoot knew nothing about all this. His one thought was to find that big stranger and drive him from the green forest so he continued his search tirelessly. Chapter 16. Sammy Jay Takes a Hand Sammy Jay was bubbling over with excitement as he flew about the green forest, following Lightfoot the deer. He was so excited he wanted to scream, but he didn't. He kept his tongue still. You see, he didn't want Lightfoot to know that he was being followed. Under that pointed cap of Sammy Jay's are quick wits. It didn't take him long to discover that the big stranger whom Lightfoot was seeking was doing his best to keep out of Lightfoot's way, and that he was having no difficulty in doing so because of the reckless way in which Lightfoot was searching for him. Lightfoot made so much noise that it was quite easy to know just where he was and to keep out of his sight. That stranger is nearly as big as Lightfoot, but it is very plain that he doesn't want to fight thought Sammy. He must be a coward. Now, the truth is, the stranger was not a coward. He was ready and willing to fight if he had to, but if he could avoid fighting, he meant to. You see, big as he was, he wasn't quite so big as Lightfoot, and he knew it. He had seen Lightfoot's big footprints, and from their size he knew that Lightfoot must be bigger and heavier than he. Then, too, he knew that he really had no right to be there in the green forest. That was Lightfoot's home, and so he was an intruder. He knew that Lightfoot would feel this way about it, and that this would make him fight all the harder. So the big stranger wanted to avoid a fight if possible. 
but he wanted still more to find that beautiful young visitor with the dainty feet for whom Lightfoot had been looking. He wanted to find her just as Lightfoot wanted to find her, and he hoped that if he did find her, he could take her away with him back to the great mountain. If he had to, he would fight for her, but until he had to, he would keep out of the fight. So he dodged Lightfoot and at the same time looked for the beautiful stranger. All this Sammy Jay guessed, and after a while he grew tired of following Lightfoot for nothing. "'I'll have to take a hand in this thing myself,' muttered Sammy. "'At this rate, Lightfoot will never find that big stranger.' So Sammy stopped following Lightfoot and began to search through the green forest for the big stranger. It didn't take very long to find him. He was over near the pond of Paddy the Beaver. As soon as he saw him, Sammy began to scream at the top of his lungs. At once, he heard the sound of snapping twigs at the top of a little ridge back of Paddy's pond, and knew that Lightfoot had heard and understood. End of Section 12